Welcome to today's episode of Five Reasons Two. I'm your host, Taylor, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Elizabeth and Jacob. Today, we will give you five reasons to watch late-night talk shows. They've played a large role in our society, dating back to The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson in the 60s. They're still very popular today, and there are many reasons to watch them. So, with that in mind, let's begin. Reason number one, you can easily fit them into your schedule. The one upside to them being so late in the day is that usually you've already put your kids to bed, you're already done with your work for the day. If you're a student, you're done with your homework, hopefully. Or, I mean, if you're not, you can put it on <laughs> while you're still finishing it. But they're they're at the end of the day, which means that you it's a good time to sit down and relax, you know, maybe have a snack or a beverage before you like hit the hay uh, and they're, they're on late but they're also on really late in the case that you go to bed very late however if you're in my case and you are going to bed by 10 o'clock at night and don't ever stay up to watch the late shows i personally think that you're insane if you go to bed at 10 o'clock yeah how do you i i don't start being productive until 10 o'clock i guess time management I guess I have a good schedule. I just get it done, and I cannot stand watching late TV or staying up past about 10 o'clock. I personally try to stay up as late as possible just to avoid having to start my next day. I think I'm like a happy medium. I don't like staying up really late because I have to get up really early, but 10 p.m. seems a little on the early end. I just try to get my eight hours of sleep every night, so luckily it's easy to watch on your own time and watch these late TV shows because they're typically shorter clips that circulate the internet anyways, and instead of watching a 30-minute or an hour show, I can just watch the best clips that come from their show on um, the TV show's website or something that's circulating on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere on the internet that I'm on between classes or through work or any time that I can find available throughout the day, and I can still go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, there's definitely the highlight clips that come around. You know, if a particular show has a recurring theme, I know, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel that does celebrity mean tweets. So occasionally when he has those, they're around online anyway. And if you just want to catch the highlights, you can watch those. Uh, if for some reason you decide it's okay to go to bed at 10 p.m. Or if you're like me, I prefer to watch the entire show because I feel it has a certain atmosphere that as the show progresses, you know... Sometimes the shorter clips can't capture things that are caught on the little in-between segments. So I personally tend to want to watch the entire thing, which you can still usually do on the website the next day, or even, I think, up to about a week later before they usually recycle them off. Yeah, I'm so thankful for the internet that I do not have to stay up late, yet I can still be so entertained by these late night and late, 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 late night TV shows. Um, So it's a good way that the internet offers it now to us today. Reason number two, they're a good way to get a laugh. Yeah, most late night shows tend to be hosted by comedians, whether or not they're relatively new to the stand-up or not. Like Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers were both people that worked with SNL. Like Seth Meyers was on the Weekend Update. I think Jimmy Fallon was as well. Yeah, and um, the good part about the late night talk shows is that they are the gatekeepers and they decide what's going to be popular so whether it's a girl twerking on a wall or something with kids or politics um, and anything in between they are the gatekeepers and they decide what's popular in our culture amongst teens and um, adults in between there as well and they um, just get to decide what's popular and what is the best um, video that they want to display on their show 
Yeah, I remember, uh, must have been a couple years ago at this point, but there was a video that went viral of a girl twerking on a wall, and the door opens, and she falls into a table that has a candle on it, and she, I think, catches on fire or something. And everyone was kind of like, oh, like, haha, that's so funny. And then Jimmy Kimmel releases the video on his show a couple weeks later, but you see the door open, and he's the one that walks in with, like, an extinguisher or whatever. So he had staged the whole thing, and then releases part of it, and then comes back and releases the other part about how it was just a prank, and um, that was funny. That was pretty popular. That was funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, the, the upside to the late night talk shows being hosted by comedians is that while yes they are the gatekeepers they're also the taste makers they come up with their own original content such as jimmy kimmel with his whole fire prank it's just good because they each get to bring their own set of skills to the table whether or not that's in writing sketches or coming up with cool viral videos yeah and because they are you know pretty late they don't have the same audience that an 8 or 9 p.m show would have so they have to be funny you know, they have to have their signatures and the things that keep people coming back and the clips and things of that nature. So they're always going to have some kind of funny element, even if they talk about serious things at some point, too. Reason number three. They're a good way to see your favorite celebrities, ranging from political hopefuls to A-list actors. Yeah, the late shows tend to get relatively well-known actors. It all depends on what time slot the show's in and how popular the show is as a whole, whether or not they can attract the big ones, but Stephen Colbert, I know, has been doing a lot with the political hopefuls so far, like he had Hillary Clinton and Jeb Bush on. He also had Donald Trump. It all just depends on what you're into. Like, I don't particularly look for politics as much as others, but I know that that's important for some people. However, being a political science um, interest and a minor of mine, I think it's awesome that he's having so many different political people on his show to discuss and have the different parties and the different sides. It's interesting to see because you can see both the serious questions and the funny scripts or things that they may do with these people that you might not see the funny side of them, but through these late night shows, you can see both sides of a candidate or a person. Yeah, because a big part of the shows are about humor and it being funny. So when even if they've got these political candidates on their shows, they're not discussing policies all the time. They're talking about favorite foods and doing the fun games and just really they have the ability to introduce these candidates as people. And on the opposite side of politics, let's talk about how Jimmy Kimmel had Tom Cruise on his show. He's oh my so goodness. Cute. Tom Cruise. I don't know much about him other than his looks and he's a good looking <laughs> man. What do you think, Jacob? No, he's not he's not. Are you jealous? No, I'm more of a Jeff Goldblum <laughs> fan personally. Okay. I mean I never heard of him, but that sounds great. Really? He's in Jurassic Park. Oh, I've never seen Jurassic Park. Independent. Jurassic thing. Park. You know what that reminds me of? Chris Pratt. Let's talk about Chris Pratt for a second. Oh, yeah. Recently on uh, the Late Late Show with James Corden, uh, he was interviewing Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt mentioned how impressed he was that his uh, fellow actress from Jurassic World was running around through the mud in heels, and he said that he thought he could do it as well, and James Gordon was like, if you think you can do that, you better put your money where your mouth is and pulled out a pair of heels. And he had uh, Chris Pratt run all the way from where he was sitting on the couch down to the on-set band and back up. And, I mean, he accomplished it without tripping or anything. So that was really impressive. 
Chris, like good in heels? Chris Pratt um, looks good in anything. That's so Let's true. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> Chris Pratt is just an all-around quality kind of guy. I'm impressed like, I mean, that with his ability to run in heels. Yeah, and it, it shows the key part of the show where, while, yes, they interview these celebrities, they usually do some sort of activity with them, either during the show or during the interview or after. It all depends. Jimmy Fallon does the political raps or, like, the news raps, and he had whatever his name is, Brian... Brian, somebody. <laughs> Good old Brian. I know uh, the other Jimmy does like a musical Wheel of Fortune thing where you have two wheels and they've got a celebrity who can sing on and they have to impersonate one, a different singer, and then also a specific song. So I think he had uh, Christina Aguilera on there and she had to. It, it was. I, I don't know who she had to sing, but it was funny. Yeah, so that's the best part about these shows is that, okay, yes, it may be a serious person and a celebrity that we may admire or think is attractive or could be a possible president, but yet we can still see um, their comical side and um, the funny and see them embarrass themselves um, just like the rest of us do on a daily basis. And it's just funny to see um, both sides of a person and see the whole person um, rather than just what we see through a magazine or a TV screen. Reason number four, they are relatively unscripted shows. Yeah, well, most of the shows have some sort of structure to them the structure is always willing to be changed and even during interviews the the host usually only has just cards with questions on them based off of the movies or based off of some sort of life experience that i would assume they send in ahead of time yeah with all the bias that goes on in the media it's hard to know who says what and i think late night talk shows really give an opportunity for these celebrities to come on and share how they feel they just say what they want and how they want to say it and there's nobody really who gives them a prompt it's just a great opportunity for them to state their feelings without it being filtered or coming through someone else yeah like i remember in an episode of the late late show with james corden he started the show by telling the audience well not even just the at-home audience that he was going to go door to door and ask people if he could film the show in their house and for the first opening set before like the opening theme that he has uh you just saw him walking up to houses knocking on the doors and finally he, lo- he got someone to let him in and the show that ensued was just sheer craziness they played hide and seek in this poor guy's house and just had a one-man band of reggie watts it was insane i don't think i'd be mad i think that'd be a fun party in a house if he came up to my door i think i would let him in i, I would too it's just a matter of like they only showed three houses one where he knocked and no one answered one the one where he knocked and got let in, and the one where he knocked, and then it was some poor old Asian lady that probably that you could tell didn't understand English very well, so she was just like, uh, "No, yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was real, it was really funny." I personally, I probably wouldn't have let him in just because I'm not that kind of person, but I would have loved to participate in that and be with him while he was asking to just go into random houses. You know what I think? Like when they say like random houses, if they're really random or if they like or have if, it scheduled yeah. out to. Who house they're going into yeah no this was this one was definitely random because he walked up and it was one of those things where like the guy was in the middle of having some people over either way and he had like a relatively big house and the guy was like he looked like he or he didn't even look he sounded like he used to be a stoner like (laughs) <laughs> and he was really into Beck, which was really funny because the Beck was actually the musical guest. It was like a really weird thing that it worked out because Beck walked out and he's like, can you sign my album? <laughs> funny how things work out like that. Reason number five. There are so many options, you can always find a late night show that fits your interests. Personally, my favorite, if you couldn't already tell from what I've been saying throughout this whole thing, is The Late Late Show with James Corden. I feel like he brings a lot of interesting new ideas to the 
usual stale format that tends to be the late night shows anymore. Look, I love the Jimmies. I love Seth. I love Steven. Trevor Noah's okay too, but no one ever will ever, ever, ever come close to the legacy and genius that is Jon Stewart. I love Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart is career goals, pretty much. I would say that Jimmy Kimmel, who really informs the whole person as he discusses government, comedy, other TV shows, and YouTube videos, while being named the biggest badass on TV by StuffMagazine.com. And Jimmy Kimmel holds the Guinness World Record for the longest distance traveled in one work week, which was 22,406 miles. Okay. And Jimmy Kimmel has received numerous awards, including Variety's Power of Comedy Award and is on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So okay, but, Jimmy Kimmel wins but, all. But consider the following. Jon Stewart. He's a legend. He, like, there's, there's no disputing that. He says exactly what needs to be said. He's blunt. He's funny. He's also retired. I don't want to talk about it. It's a very sensitive topic. I'm hoping he'll come back. Maybe it's a joke. I don't think Either he way, is. I think okay. stuck without him for I the rest of your life. I refuse to accept that. Trevor, nothing against you. I think you're doing a great job with The Daily Show, taking it in a wonderful direction. But John Stewart, y'all. Is not on TV John anymore. Stewart. John Stewart. But, but, John, if you're listening to this, I love you. But James Corden, on the other hand, is an actor. He's been in movies. He was on Doctor Who. So is Jimmy Kimmel. He's an actor. What, what did he have Kimmel his own Broadway cute. show? Because I mean, James no, Corden like he did. Has movies. And James Corden was also in the musical Into the Woods, the film adaptation of that. Okay, but Jimmy Kimmel's kind of cute too. James Corden's kind of cute and like the overweight British guy. Oh, right, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, well, what could be cuter than that besides Jon Stewart? No, he has put some pretty good pipes to and sing. And Tom with. Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. Can't forget Tom. Tom's hanging in there. Wow. Uh, Tom and John. not post anything, guys. So okay. Jimmy Kimmel has topped the cake. No, he has not. He has a Guinness John World Record. John Stewart is the cake. I'm just saying, I think James Horton does really good considering the fact that he has the dead time slot. He's not even in the first time slot. He's See, in the that means that afterwards. nobody wants to listen to him. No, it means that you have to work your way up the scale, which he will do. I think he needs to work a little harder and meet where my Jimmy Kimmel is at. Jimmy Kimmel's not going to be there that much longer. He's only 47. Yeah, but I feel like... He was named the biggest badass on TV. Okay, well, that's not really... That that's doesn't probably mean not much. a real thing. Like, it is. I, a... just could, I can just declare myself that right now, right here. I just make sure yeah. it doesn't, you know... What does that even mean? I don't know, but StuffMagazine.com in April <laughs> of 2007 declared that he was the biggest badass. Oh, 2007? That okay. was a yeah, lifetime ago. Yeah, He's like 10 years James old. James Corden's only been at it since January. I guess he needs to work his way up. He also has Reggie Watt as his like musical side man. I've Reggie never Watts. heard Reggie Watts. Oh my gosh. If you haven't heard Reggie Watts, you need to look him up because well, he is an amazing person. I'll be sure to do that. James and Jimmy can keep battle- battling it out for number two because John is number one in the show and number one in my heart. I guess so, and I'm very agree on this. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. If you want to listen to more 5 Reasons 2, you can follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, feel free to submit them to us at 5reasons2 at gmail.com. That's F-I-V-E reasons2, T-O, at gmail.com. Or at Reasons5 on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Mm